Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. So there's different scenarios, right? I'll give you another scenario where a PWM charge controller is a good option. So our front gate has a solar-powered automatic automated gate opener, right? So just like in your car, you can press the button and your gate opens, right? Just like your garage, you press the button, it opens. Well, in our case, we have a solar-powered um, gate. And that solar-powered gate has a 50-watt solar panel on it. And it has a PWM charge controller because they're cheaper, right? And we have two um, two golf cart batteries in there, right? So golf cart batteries are lead-acid batteries, flooded batteries, and they're 6 volts apiece. So we wired the batteries to make a 12-volt battery bank, right? And then the PWM charge controller is connected to that, connected to the solar panel, and it works great. Right. Obviously, there is maintenance involved with lead acid batteries. So from time to time, we'll go out there and check the water in them. If it needs water, we'll put water, but no big deal. Right. And the PWM charge controller that's on our front gate does a great job. We've we've never had a problem with the system. The charge controller just works flawlessly. I believe that charge controller only cost me. Hmm. Let's see. I think that charge controller only cost me. It was like 30 bucks or less, 30 dollars or less, guys. And. For you to find a MPPT charge controller for that price range, you're not, right? Because they're way more expensive. But And there's also no need for me to put a MPPT charge controller on those batteries for our front gate. Okay, it's just overkill. Why waste all that extra money when the PWM charge controller will do the job just fine? Right. So I want to give you some scenarios here. So if you're using a bigger battery bank, yeah, highly consider using a MPPT charge controller. But if you have smaller batteries, like one or two batteries, um, then the MPP, I mean, sorry, the PWM charge controller will work just as good and be a way cheaper option for you as well. Um, now, be careful with some of the um, PWM charge controllers you get out there because some of them are really cheap. I mean, like they're like eight bucks, um, but be careful of the really, really cheap ones because um, in the past I've had more than one um, PWM charge controller and the really, really cheap ones, um, you know, like $10 or less, usually they just break. Okay, it's just how they're manufacturing them or whatever. But the one that I found that was roughly around a $30 range um, actually worked very well. Um, and I also have a neighbor up the road. Um, he came by one day and he has a, um, um, you know, he was using, um, M, sorry, PWM charge controllers, but the PWM charge controllers are usually limited by how much amps, right? So they can be like 10 amps, 20 amps, 30 amps, right? And so um, he was maxing out his small little PWM charge controller because you can only put so many solar panels on that one little charge controller. So I actually gave him um, one of my extra PWM charge controllers. That way he could utilize the other solar panels that was laying around and not being used and connect them up to the battery. Because keep in mind, you can you can, you can can connect more than one PWM charge controller to a battery, just like you can connect more than one MPPT charge controller to a battery, right? So if you want to do it on the cheap and you want to do it more cost effective, maybe you just don't have those funds right now, and you do have maybe more solar panels that 
um, that would technically max out the first um, PWM charge controller, then um, get two charge controllers because then you're still at like 60 bucks only or less, right? $60 or less for two PWM charge controllers. And then you can go ahead and hook up on your solar panels to them. Now, um, the PWM charge controllers that we have on our front gate and the one that I have on my um, battery system for the water pump, um, they do a 30, 30 amp max, right? So if you look at the back of your solar panel, it'll tell you what the amperage is, right? So on most 12 volt to 18 volt panels, um, they're going to be putting out maybe five, five amps to maybe, maybe 5.5 amps. So if you had a charge controller that was only 10 amps, then you could probably get away with only putting two solar panels on that charge controller, right? But obviously, if you have a charge controller that can do 20 amps, you can put four panels and so forth, right? So as the amps, just make sure you pay attention to the charge controller you're purchasing because it's really limited to the amount of amps. And the amps is justified by the solar panels that you're connecting to them. If you attempt to connect more solar panels to a charge controller that can only handle say 10 amps or 20 amps or 30 amps, um, you do have the potential of actually just burning out that charge controller and it'll just be done, right? So you gotta throw it away and then you have to buy a new one. So be cautious of those as well. But just like anything else, right? Just like a MPPT charge controller, they do have a maximum amperage. Usually it's way higher, right? The voltage is way higher. The amperage is way higher. Um, that's why they're really good good um, charge controllers, but they're way more expensive, right? So um, you have to pick and choose your battles for sure. But be careful. Um, don't overload your charge controllers. It's very easy to do that. Maybe you just overlook it. And then next thing you know, the thing fries and you're like, why did this happen? Well, it's because you put too much amperage through a small little cheap charge controller. And like I said, if you do have more solar panels that you want to tie into that battery bank, we'll just get a second um, charge controller because they are priced pretty good. They're pretty cheap. And the one that we have on our front gate, we've never had a problem. Though, Like I said, the one on my water pump, I've never had a problem and they do a good job. Now, another scenario is let's say you have just random batteries around your, your home you know, maybe 12, um, some random 12 volt batteries around your home. Maybe you have more than one car or you have, you know, maybe four wheelers or lawnmowers that are utilizing, um, 12 volt batteries. Um, then the PWM charge controller would be your best option for sure. Um, there would be almost no reason to purchase a MPPT charge controller just because like I said, the scenarios, right. It, it'll do a good job for you. Um, so, you know, pick and choose your battles, guys. Um, there's no right and wrong answer here. What it comes down to is preference and what you're trying to achieve. Um, you know, I'll just put out one last tip here. If you live in an area that is very cloudy, um, sometimes a PWM charge controller can actually do better than a MPPT charge controller. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to say that's in every case. It really depends on the environment you live in. Um, but then again, too, um, the MPPT charge controller will sometimes do better than the PWM in cloudy weather. Because remember, when the sun is up, it's going to take the maximum that it can and push it into the batteries, right? So it really depends on your environment and what you're trying to achieve and how many batteries you're charging and what type of batteries. Because remember, PWM charge controllers, um, as far as I know, most of them, or 90% of them at least, um, you cannot change the settings in them. And so you cannot utilize them for lithium-ion batteries, right? So be cautious of that as well. But if you're not using um, you know, lithium-ion batteries, then 
then it doesn't matter. You're pretty much good to go because the set points are pre-programmed and you're good to go. Just plug it in and go. That's it. So, uh, and then there's also some PWM charge controllers, like even the one that I have on my front gate and the one on my water pump. Um, it does give you a actual LCD screen of the voltage, right? So it'll tell you what the current voltage of the battery is. Um, and then some, some will flash back and forth depending, it'll maybe give you the current battery voltage compared to the voltage that's coming in. Um, it just kind of gives you a rough idea of what's happening with the charge controller at that very moment, right? So anyway, guys, I hope that information finds you well, and I wish you luck on making a decision between MPPT charge controllers and PWM. Um, yeah, and I'll definitely see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about different types of charge controllers. Um, specifically, we're going to be talking about MPPT and PWM. Now, these are the two major type of charge charge controllers you're going to be purchasing and using for charging your your batteries. Depend it doesn't really matter what type of battery you're charging here, um, but there is some limitations, obviously. Now, um, when it comes to charging your battery, um, the P MPPT charge controllers um, will get you the most power, right? But they're they're a lot more expensive. Okay, so not. In, not in every scenario will you actually need a MPPT charge controller. And then in some scenarios, absolutely, you want to use an MPPT charge controller. Okay? So let's talk about that for a second. So let's get the first thing out of the way. Lithium-ion batteries. If you are using lithium-ion batteries for your storage needs, right, for power, uh, for power in your home, your lights, or whatever it may be, um, you're going to want to use a MPPT charge controller. Um, I don't believe there's many. There might be a, a very small few of PWM charge controllers that you can use for a lithium ion. Um, but the thing is, is that with a MPPT charge controller, you can actually set the set points, right? Because when you charge a lithium ion battery, it has to be within a certain set point. You can't go below and you can't go above certain limits, right? Certain voltages and so forth. And so that PPP, MPPT charge controller actually allows you to select. It's very customizable, right? So you can go into the settings and customize all these, um, you know, voltages and amperages and all this stuff. Well, with most PWM charge controllers, you cannot do that. And so um, there is, like I said, limitations, right? Um, so if you're using lithium-ion batteries, um, it would benefit you the best to go ahead and go with an MPPT charge controller. Okay. Now let's talk about the different scenarios here for a second. So I want to put this in a scenario of using lead-acid batteries. That's because most people are using lead-acid batteries. Lead-acid batteries are flooded batteries, meaning you will be putting water into the battery to maintain them over time, right? So we're going to use that as the base, and we're going to uh, apply the different types of charge controllers to that scenario. Okay, so if you have a big battery bank, right, like a big battery bank, um, or you have multiple batteries, and, uh, you know, I'll give you an example for my home, right? Um, I'm using lithium, but let's just assume I was using um, lead, lead acid batteries. Um, because I have a big battery bank, 
um, the MPPT charge controller will be benefit me the most because it'll give me the most power out of the, the system, okay? Because it's maximum PowerPoint tracking, okay? So what it does is it allows the charge controller takes the excess voltage from your solar panels and converts it into usable energy. It converts it back into the battery for storage. Now with PWM, that it doesn't work that way. PWM will usually stay right around the 18 volt range. Okay, um, it's more consistent at 18 volts. So if there's more voltage above that, it doesn't convert that extra voltage into power. Um, so it's not as efficient as a MPPT charge controller, right? But there's there's scenarios for both, right? And um, you don't necessarily need a MPPT charge controller because, like I said, they are more expensive. But if you're charging a larger battery bank, right, um, then the MPPT charge controller is the way you want to go for sure um, because it's just going to get the most power out of the system. Like I said, it's going to take that extra or excess voltage and convert it into energy into the battery for storage. So that would be a scenario where, where you would want to make sure you use a MPPT charge controller. Now, the other scenario where you may want to use a MPPT charge controller is, for instance, maybe you want to charge the battery as fast as possible. Okay, and so that goes back to the maximum po um, PowerPoint tracking MPPT because it's going to take the most and it's going to try to charge that battery as fast as possible. So if you're in a scenario where you need to charge, you know, your battery bank as fast as possible, then you're definitely going to want to use a MPPT charge controller for sure. Now, let's talk about the scenarios where maybe you don't need a MPPT charge controller and you would maybe consider using a PWM charge controller. So the PWM charge controllers are good. They work as well, okay, but there's um, limitations. And so um, you want to, you know, gauge that out in your system. So let's say, for instance, that you're only charging one battery, okay, or um, maybe you have multiple batteries, but it's a very small battery bank. Um, then a PWM charge controller will work just as fine, okay? Because the battery bank is, you know, really small and, you know, you have all that energy in those solar panels that can be converted down, um, you can still charge your batteries pretty quick and pretty efficient. And that's just because the battery bank, the capacity of that is small, right? So you're not trying to like get as much power out of the solar panels as possible to push into those batteries as fast as possible because you have a smaller battery bank. So that would be a um, scenario where you could obviously use a MPPT charge controller for those needs. You know, if I had a very small battery bank or I was just trying to charge one or two batteries, um, I would, I would highly consider using a PWM just because it's cheaper. Right. But if you have a bigger battery bank, then obviously you're going to want to try to get as much power into the battery as fast as possible, because that's the one thing about solar, right? Um, if you have a cloudy day or there's clouds passing by or bad weather, um, that's when that PW, I mean, sorry, the P MPPT charge controller will um, benefit you the most as well. Because like I said, it's more, um, more power, right? It's trying to push more in and, you know, thus why it's um, maximum PowerPoint tracking. But the PWMs do work well in certain scenarios. So let's, I'll give you an example. Um, on my home, I have a water pump. That water pump is actually DC powered. I have a DC water pump that provides pressure for my faucets and my shower and my toilet and so forth, right? Well, I actually have two solar panels that's connected to a PWM 
charge controller going to that battery to keep that battery always charged every day. Now, keep in mind that battery that I have is actually an old car battery and it's been going for probably about six years. Okay, but I don't put a whole lot of strain on the battery. It's only for the water pump. So water pumps turn on for a certain amount of time when you turn the faucet on and it turns off. Right. So it's not like it's a continuous heavy load for a long time. And so there's different scenarios. Would I install a MPPT charge controller for that one battery? No, because it's not cost effective and it, the benefits you're going to get out of it is not much. So it, for me, I am using a M sorry, PWM charge controller for my water pump battery, okay? So outside my home, I have two um, two solar panels that are connected together that's connected to a um, PWM charge controller. From there, it goes to the battery, and that's it. It just keeps that battery full pretty much all the time. I've never had a problem. Uh, it does a really good job. So, you know, there's no right and wrong answer technically. It depends on what you're trying to achieve and how big of a battery bank you're trying to charge, right? Now, if I had, say, a, a bunch of batteries that were that I was utilizing for my water pump, like a bunch of them, um, then I would then I would consider a P, um, MPPT charge controller. But normally for like a water pump, one or two batteries is plenty, is more than enough. Because, like I said, it's intermittent, right? So it's not like it's always on. So the PWM does a great job. Every single day, that battery is fully charged, and it does a great job. Um, once the battery voltage gets all the way up to the top um, on the PWM charge controller, it actually tapers it off. And it only basically, at that point, starts to trickle charge because the battery is already full, right? So it only trickle charges as needed to keep that battery at its top end. Uh, and then obviously when the sun goes down, you're running directly on the battery. And then when the sun comes back up, it repeats the process over and over and over. And I have never had a problem with my PWM charge controller for my little battery. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. Inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.